Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, it's opened up here. It's a chance for the second. It is a second. It's him again. Cavaraschelia con destro! Il regalo di compleanno perfetto! Se lo fa da solo! Vicia Cavaraschelia, la sblocca lui al 22esimo! Cavaraschelia dentro Simen! Un altro ruggito dal cuore dell'Africa! Doppietta di Victor Simen! Napoli 4, Juventus 1! Napoli, io salam! Napoli, io salam! Napoli! Napoli is on fire this season. The Italian team plays arguably the most entertaining football in Europe and perhaps the world. They are leading the Serie A in Italy comfortably and have been impressive in the Champions League as well, beating clubs such as Ajax and Liverpool. So, what happened at Napoli? How did this squad develop into a machine? And what will happen in the city when the club wins its first national title in 33 years? I spoke with five different experts about this to find out. My name is Sam Verraalte and welcome to the 433 Podcast. My colleague Leonardo Conte is from Naples. Here's Leo on Naples, the city he grew up in. Napoli is a very difficult city to to live, and uh, it's uh, it's beautiful. Of course, is where I was born, so uh, I cannot say it's not uh, beautiful. But yeah, there is also a lot of contradiction in the city. Uh, it's uh, a metropolis, so of course, with all the good and the bad thing of a big city. But from a football point of view, yeah, the, in Napoli you breathe football and uh, it's very nice how you can uh, hear people talking about football like have everywhere, uh, barbershop, markets, uh, here at the bar drinking uh, coffee. So uh, football is a big part of our, of our culture. And uh, this year, more than, uh, than in the past, because, of course, uh, Napoli is doing very, very well. Daniele Decibel Bellini is perhaps one of the most famous Napoli supporters in the world. He's the stadium speaker in the Diego Maradona Stadium. When he's working, he sounds like this. Hey! 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 
I called Decibel Bellini about the atmosphere in the stadium these days. Here's Decibel. Uh, for us, it's a very, very special season. And uh, we are very excited to, to live this moment. We wait uh, since 30 years. And uh, we are very, very happy. And the atmosphere in the city is <laughs> amazing. It's very strange. Uh, the people are ready to do a big, 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 big party. <laughs> so what, what's the atmosphere in the stadium like nowadays when you're at Napoli games? Did you see it change? Of course, there's always been a good atmosphere, but what's it like this season now the team is doing so, so very well? Oh, the team, the team uh, do his, his best. And the atmosphere is uh, incredible. Every, every match we are uh, sold out and, uh, and uh, the people are uh, very, very, very happy. They come from uh, all Italy, all the, the region uh, of Italy, and they come to San Paolo Stadium, Maradona Stadium, to, to do the best for our team. And uh, it's very, very strange because uh, when uh, the Napoli win uh, the other uh, team uh, title, I was very, very uh little and uh I, I was a baby and and now uh, i'm a, i'm a man and I, i'm ready to to do this and i'm very happy yeah yeah what do you think will happen inside the stadium in case napoli becomes champions at home i don't know i don't know i can imagine i can imagine that day i can imagine maybe maybe the the supporters uh Surprised me. I don't know. It's a. It's like a. It's like a dream. It's like a dream for us. It's magical. It's something we wait uh, from uh, many many years. And now now is almost real reality, and uh, we are very very happy. What do you think it will mean for Napoli, for the city, for the people? What does it represent? It's important for us because if we win, we win against the the north of Italy, the the uh, the south. Not uh, not even win uh, the last time uh, 30 years ago, and uh, the north of Italy win uh, more 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 uh, frequently. And uh, for example, Milan or Inter Milan or. Juventus, uh, they they win every every year, and for us, for the south of Italy, is 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 not normal, uh, and this this is this is really really special. What Deci Belbellini says here is important. There's a lot of history behind this rivalry. Domenico Patorti is a Napoli fan from Naples, with his own podcast about the club called Napoli Talk. I called Domenico to get some more background on the rivalry between the south and the north in Italy. Here's Domenico from Napoli Talk. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a it's an old story. Uh, Italy over the, over the centuries has always been uh, divided into different states. Um, and, uh, you know, let's say maybe in Italy it has been only a united country for 150 years, which compared to other European nations is not that much, actually. Yeah. Um, so, um, and basically in the south of Italy, we had, uh, the kingdom of the two Sicilies, it was called, uh, and it was a very rich, uh, kingdom 
Uh, everything was uh, happening in Naples at the time, really. We had uh, the first, uh, the oldest opera uh, place in Italy. We had uh, all the newest invention, the first trains, the first, you know, everything, the, the strongest bank. Like everything was uh, was happening there, you know. I think maybe in the middle 1800s, uh, London, Paris, Amsterdam, Naples, they were the, you know, the biggest cities. Um, and then the unification started and uh, started from the north down. It was something that maybe in the south they didn't really want because they were okay with it, with the current situation. And uh, when Italy was united, they took uh, all the money from, from the south, from the banks in the south, put them north set up all the infrastructures in the north, you know, um, and, uh, you know, it's it started a bit of a decline in the south and high unemployment, um, obviously a rise in criminality uh, because of that, because of poverty. Um, and a lot of people associate that to how, uh, how Italy was united, really. Um, and also the cultures are very different. We were a kingdom that was run by the Spanish Spanish royal family. Um, and in the north, they were run by the French. Uh, so, um, or, you know, the more northern European influences. So even culturally, we're very different. Um, so there's always this power struggle, uh, this cultural struggle. And, you know, we... Uh, in the south feel at times like it's everything that happened is a little bit unfair and we see football as our way to uh, almost get revenge you know in a civilized manner <laughs> um so when we beat teams like inter or juve or milan it's it's a uh, it's a big satisfaction also because um there's you know apart from all this historical stuff there's very real cases of uh, even racism at times um, where uh, all these workers from the south had to immigrate up north um, because again the, the south is becoming very poor and they would go up north and people would not welcome them up north you know wouldn't provide them accommodation for living wouldn't uh, just wouldn't accept us um, so you know there's there's very real things that happened even just recently in the last uh, 50 years um and, and so yeah we we feel the rivalry it's it's social it's political it's um it has many different aspects um but uh you know i personally for me i prefer to just uh ignore all those things and you know try to make it about just the sport um and uh but for a lot of people it is it is more than sport yeah, so focusing on the sport, you know, last summer a lot of happened at uh, at Napoli. Uh, some big players like Koulibaly were sold, uh, Dries Mertens left, but then a lot of new players were, were brought in. Minjay Kim, Oliveira, Kvaratskhelia, for example. And there was a big overall, and not everyone necessarily immediately thought that Napoli would be successful, I believe. So from your perspective, can you explain what happened last summer at Napoli and how it resulted into the season we are currently seeing? If I may, I'll I'll go slightly earlier and say that Insigne really left us around November in the middle of the last season mm. when he officially uh, signed for Toronto and we had him playing for us for another six months. And already, I think there, we had players that were 
not really fully um, you know, committed to the team and that affected our performances last year. But on the 30th game of the season, we were tied first with Milan with eight games to go. So um, I, won- I always wondered, what if that group of players was 100% committed to Napoli? Could they have won the title even last season? Um, and clearly then, you know, Insigne left, Mertens didn't renew uh, because of his age um, and his high wages. Uh, Koulibaly had an offer that, to be honest, we couldn't refuse 40 million for a player above 30. Uh, but also Ospina and Fabian Ruiz left, you know, five of our starters with Ospina being the second best keeper in the league and Fabian Ruiz being one of the most dangerous players outside of the box in Europe with the most number of goals scored from that position. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a big shock and we were very worried. Um, and to be honest, not many people knew, for example, Kvarachkelia, um from Georgia. Um, I had first heard of him last April and I, I wanted to make a video for my channel. So I, I looked him up and uh, when I looked him up, I realized, wow, this guy is he could actually be something because he plays so direct. He's so good at dribbling. His touch is amazing. thought, wow, he could really do well, but I didn't expect him to do so well from the very start. I thought he would take some time. But then we also had other players that came in that we knew they're worth. Uh, Simeone and Raspadori, for example, were two players that were doing really well in the Serie A that were scoring lots of goals. Um, Spadori even in the national team. So in attack, I wasn't too worried. I thought we would still score goals. There was the defense that was a little worrying. It was Koulibaly leaving and Kim Min-jae coming in. We didn't really know too much about him, but he showed from the start that he is super on it, concentrated, uh, plays first-time uh, touches, which is incredible for a defender, has speed, strength, awareness. It's just an incredible player, probably more consistent than Koulibaly. Um, so yeah, everything, everything just seemed to go our way. But I think the the key thing is is that the midfield stayed the same apart from Fabian Ruiz. But Zielinski, Lobot, Kangisa, you know, they were already there last year, and they have such a good understanding and complementary skills between each other, um, and the movement and lines of passages that they that they bring is. Is really good, and also the captain that we now have, Di Lorenzo. I think he's a better captain than Insigne. Insigne was the captain because he's from Naples, but I never thought he had captain qualities in him. Uh, he was oftentimes very emotional. Mm. Uh, he felt the pressure a bit too much. He knows what it would mean to win there, um, and he couldn't quite, you know, contain sometimes his emotions. Um, whereas Di Lorenzo is much more level-headed um, and. Uh, yeah, so all that together um, was uh, was really good for us. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, man. What's the role of the manager, Spalletti? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, Spalletti, you know, he's an innovator. Um, a lot of people forget that at the time that he was the manager of Roma, he almost invented the false nine position with Totti, made him capocannoniere, the leading goal scorer in Serie A in the early 2000s. Um, and then obviously Pep Guardiola used that and brought it to a whole new level with Messi and Barcelona. But uh, Spalletti has always been an innovator. And uh, I think he took those two years outside of uh, coaching after Inter sacked him to really go back and restudy football and restudy how you can make spaces, how you can maybe integrate elements from other sports into football um, and really study players. Um, so, for example, he was saying how even before he was approached by Napoli, he studied Lobotka a lot because he loved his movement, his low center of gravity. Um, so I think he came to Napoli having had time to reflect, having had time to bring new ideas. And I think that's something that not a lot of coaches have the opportunity to do because they just go from job to job um and i think that's been the secret for napoli getting a guy who really brought in a lot of new ideas and it's um it's refreshing football it's a football that doesn't rely much on individual skill but more on team movements um and finding spaces and it's very fluid sometimes you see our right back di lorenzo making runs inside the box or playing a number 10 position because that's where the space is at that moment in time and the nice thing about it is that everybody knows what they need to do you can see that you know i i make videos where i analyze the games and i take screenshots and when you take a screenshot of a napoli game you see that maybe half the players are not even looking at the ball when di lorenzo has the ball everybody's already making runs and just expecting the ball to arrive at a certain point in time and a certain location on the field without even, you know, seeing if he's going to kick it there in the first place. They just make the run and they know that the ball is going to come eventually. Um, so it's this and that earns you that extra second compared to maybe the other teams that wait uh, for the ball to arrive or wait for the ball to be kicked before they make a run. Um, so, yeah, all these all these systems in place, all these um, all these things that he's built with the current group of players is uh, is the secret. You know, he's he's a really good innovator and uh, you know a, a professor. You know, a thousand games in Serie A. So, Luciano Spalletti is the professor, the manager, but there's also another person who's very important to Napoli's success: sporting director Cristiano Giuntoli. He joined Napoli in 2015 and helped build this team. I asked the legendary journalist Fabrizio Romano about him. Here's Fabrizio Romano on the importance of sporting director Giuntoli at Napoli. Cristiano Giuntoli can be described as the Cristiano Ronaldo of the directors for this year and last summer. What he did is really incredible. It was not easy for Napoli to get rid of many important players, Lorenzo Insigne, Dries Mertens, uh, David Ospina and uh, many others to make a big refresh of the squad and then to bring in so many quality players. Kvaraschkelia was an incredible deal because uh, Cristiano Giuntoli had his name in the list for a long time but then he decided to attack the deal in the right moment and just paying 10 
10 million euros fee for this fantastic player and they trusted him they replaced the legend like Insigne with a player like Varaskelia who was absolutely unknown in uh, Italy and in Europe in general so it was a big risk but they made it in a special way and also Kim Minjae probably my favorite signing of Napoli because he had many proposals he was really close to join Rennes in Ligue 1 but Napoli insisted to sign Kim and not other options in that position and it's not easy to go for that kind of player coming from a Turkish league so it was something uh, unexpected but again Cristiano Giuntoli was perfect in the strategy for 19 million euros and he was replacing Koulibaly probably one of the best centre-backs in the history of Napoli so it was a big refresh of the squad it's always a big risk because there is high pressure in Napoli is a place where the fans are fantastic but always pushing to have important results and this is why the expectation was not that big but the season was absolutely perfect all the signings were perfect because also many others were the right players at the right moment in the right position I think what they created of course with Luciano Spalletti with the president de Laurentiis is unbelievable but Cristiano Giuntoli completed this team he had many ideas he has the man who wanted also Victor Osimhen from Lille for a record fee for Napoli so everything they did was a big risk but everything was perfect and especially everything with profit so also helping on the pitch but also off the pitch with the balance. So a masterpiece from Cristiano Giuntoli. One of the players sporting director Cristiano Giuntoli brought in was Victor Osimhen. The Nigerian striker is on fire for Napoli this season. I called Nigerian journalist Oma Akatukba, who's friends with Victor Osimhen, to find out more about his background. Here's Oma Akatukba on Victor Osimhen's beginnings. He comes from a... A poor neighborhood called Olu Shosun. I'm saying that slowly so that you could get that correctly. Olu Shosun is not one of the best neighborhoods in Lagos. It's it's a neighborhood where poor people live. And he said to me that in that poor neighborhood, they were the poorest. So that tells you of the kind of background that Victor has. Uh, Victor comes from, I beg your pardon. And he said to me that it was so difficult that he almost quit football. He had to sell newspapers. He had to do all kinds of stuff just to survive. And in this neighborhood, they were actually living in a room apartment. They were like seven in number. And they lived in a very small room apartment that he had to go live in the neighbor's house upstairs because they had no space in their house. You know, he told me this story during one of my, you know, in one of our, you know, meetings and it was very touching, you know. He said he was, he was so difficult and all of the friends that helped him in this moment of his life are still very close to him. In fact, he has helped some of them to go to the U.S., some of them trying to get them to come play football in Europe. Some of them actually live in his house in Nigeria, and he takes care of all of them. So that tells you of the kind of upbringing that he had. It was very tough for him. It was absolutely difficult. And perhaps that's why you see him play with so much passion, energy, and, 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 and anger. Mm. Now there seems to be a special bond between Osimhen and, and Napoli. How did this happen? Yes, uh, the people of Naples have done a great job, of course, because he has also done a fantastic job on the pitch. Um, the love has grown over the years uh, because he's 
continue to show dedication. You know, he started very badly with first first season. He had injury, shoulder injury. He had COVID when he went to Nigeria. He had a red card against Roma. You know, at the beginning, they were hiccups, you know. But as he started to slowly settle down, you know, he started to fire on all cylinders and the people of Naples began to show, you know, to him that they really love him and they wanted him to be happy in Naples. And I'm sure that that was a surprise to him because initially he wasn't really... He wasn't really excited about the move. And that has grown over the years. And that continues to grow because you can see now that Victor is currently more like a cultural icon, a, a symbol for young people in Napoli. A group of young boys actually did a rap music dedicated to Victor. Now they are making um, cakes, making all kind of stuff with Victor's mask on them. That's already has endeared him to the people and the city and the club. And right now, there's, a, like you said, a fantastic bond. And that makes it more difficult for the talks about him wanting to leave to the Premier League and all of that. He's never, ever stated his desire for me, to me, of leaving Napoli. He loves that city and he wants to win. And that's the most important thing for him right now. All right. So all focus is on winning the league now for Victor Osiman and the rest of the team. Let's finish this podcast with Decibel Bellini. I asked him what the party will be like when Napoli wins the Serie A. Here's Decibel. 10, 15 days. And, uh, the people uh, take, take old car and paint this car blue and cut the the cover and and they come in in 10 people in one car uh with flags and and horns and uh and is is i i think i think uh will will uh will be magic uh 10 10 15 days party fiesta but it's very important to uh, remember the the final of Champions League. It's 10 uh, of June, and uh, the last game in Championship is 4th June. Uh, if we are in in, in good uh, situation in Champions League, we have to do something. Uh, very very quiet and 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 we have to do concentrated to to the final of Champions League. So that's the story of Napoli and how the club rose to success. I want to thank Leonardo Conte, Daniele Decibel Bellini, Domenico Portorti, Fabrizio Romano, and Oma Akatuba for their interviews. My name is Sam Verhalte, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Four Three Three Podcast on. To the next one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.